Welcome to another episode of the Stubborn Heroes Podcast. My name is Adam and I'm the DM and the Stubborn Heroes we have today are Cody who plays Amon. Hello. Michael who plays Belrin. Oh, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hi. And David who plays Phileas. Hi. Just the third one in a row that I've been last. Really? <laughs> you keep track of that? I didn't even know. And did you know you're supposed to do this intro in French? Oh yeah, that's true. Bonjour, Gemma Pal Adam, the Dungeon Master. No, I'm not. What? I don't know. <laughs> Lay Dungeon Master. Same. Let's start with everybody rolling to see who gets to retell tale of what happened in the last episode. Chin chow. Seventeen. Pikachu. Damn. Twenty. 20. David gets to pick who retells Michael. the tale. What? Why? <laughs> Why not the DM? He's already said Michael. Too late. Go ahead, Michael. All right, Adam. Are you going to pick Adam? Yeah, Adam. You pick, you're all oh, Adam. Me. <laughs> you're it's allowed to. No. No. I didn't know I was going to pick you. It's too late. That can be edited out. I didn't know I was going to pick you because you because Cody usually takes a long time because he's like, um, 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 and he doesn't remember and then we have to continue to repeat it to him and tell him anyways. Michael could easily do it. I didn't know I got to choose you. Okay, so fine. I rolled a 20. Yay! I pick Adam. Okay, so previously on The Stubborn Heroes... First of all, all of you had entered into a wizard's home because you were trying to retrieve a cauldron for Agatha, who needs the cauldron in order to perform a ritual for you in order to remove your scars. So then, while you're in the home, you guys discovered a wizard who was dead. He was assassinated with a silver blade. You, through Belrin's investigation, he figured out that the wizard was on the verge of discovering the Silver Eye cult. Okay, I'm way behind. Okay, fine. So you guys are in the wizard's home. You found a secret passage in there. You found some chests. You got the chests. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. And I need context, though, to remind them why you're in that room. And then an assassin came out, and the assassin threw a dagger at both Phileas and Belrin. Belrin received a dagger into his heart. He ended up falling unconscious, but ended up falling into a pool of memories and Belrin started to remember parts of his past and his origin story. Specifically, his relationship with his grandfather. Yeah, fucking disgrace! <laughs> exactly. It turned out, because Amon had scanned Belrin, Amon learned that Belrin was actually under the curse of one of the children of Hadar, specifically Yogg-Zoth, the being of nightmare and suffering. So, Amon performed a ritual, which then allowed Phileas to move his mind into Belrin's memories and help Belrin fight his demons. They both fought against the monstrosity in Belrin's mind and saved the day. And Amon pulled them out of the dream, and now everybody's there just awaiting. Belrin, you're still down on the ground. Still almost dead. 
So you all stand except for Belrin within the dimly lit room. Each of you are weakened from the hellish ordeal of robots and nightmare creatures. Except for Amon. No, you are. What's your health at? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought 40 health. My health Six. is fine. How the fuck is that possible? Because I have 52 health total, and I only the only thing I oh, got bear form you kept taking was yeah I got hit in bear form that's it yeah and in the dream okay all right so <clears throat> Myra is standing over you Balrin and she's looking down at you two had a bit of an exchange she's narrowing her eyes you had said something to them before I forget they were arguing back and forth and I Myra made a snooty comment so I went Myra and then. Balrond made a silly comment, so I called Balrond's name, and then... Come on! Okay, and Myra just sort of shakes her head, and she's like, thinking to herself, looking down at Belrin, and then looking back at you, and thinking about, should I try to make amends? And I'm going to roll a d10. <laughs> Give it a 50-50 shot. <laughs> so, even number, she'll... Do something. Odd number. She's going to say, fuck you, Belrin. Six. Even number. And Myra looks over at Belrin. And then she leans down. And she's like, goes right up to him. And she whispers in his ear, don't take this personally. And then she touches you and, and casts cure wounds <laughs> upon you. And what's... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it's on your sheet. <clears throat> oh, you gave me the shield. This is weird. I've never been a character before. <gasps> with actual stats except for monsters. Second, second page. Oh my god, he has a second page. Cure wounds. 1d8 plus 3. 2, two plus 3. So you get healed for 5. Woohoo! Well, <laughs> it doesn't actually roll. It slides. <laughs> Can you pass me my monkey guy? I really got okay. So... Belrin, do you respond to this at all? I just give her a look and a tiny little nod. But I won't say anything. Okay. I'm not going to try to rekindle mm, anything. No, no. I know what a snooty teenager is, so you know. Exactly, yep. Uh, so what would you guys like to do? Would you like to say anything to each other or anything? Just let me know. Ball's in your court. What? There's no battle in here. There was. Okay. In my dream, that doesn't so count. I, <laughs> you were gesturing for him to play the ukulele. I'll put my I have my hand out to pick him up. You gotta be more specific about who you're talking about. I will put my hand out to toward Belrun mm-hmm. to give him help up. Okay, yeah, and you help Belrun up. If he accepts my hand, I don't know if he accepts. Who's being helped? offers fought. his hand. I just fought in his brain with him. Oh, <laughs> shoot! I'll speak. <laughs> Valron just looks at his hand and goes, What, no liquor in there? Are we at the bar yet? You could have just offered a bottle. And I don't something. have any booze on me, I'm sorry. Fine, you can help me <laughs> up. Maybe we'll go find some. Okay, and, he, and he helps you up. And Phileas, you feel dread in your entire body as you come to the realization you're holding something metal on your person. There is a dagger in your pocket. Um, you feel dread and grossness because, as you have pointed out, we don't use metal. Yes. You don't use metal. And Myra was like, "Uncle, 
I feel some dread coming from you. What's wrong? Well, I, I'm just I'm holding <laughs> it for something. I'm not going to use it. Oh, okay. I'm holding it for a reason. But I thought you don't. Oh, okay. You want I, me don't, to? I don't use it. I don't use them. Okay. Then I'm so, going to just cut that whole thing. Out. I'm I'm carrying it for a All reason. Right. So let's. Like I literally just picked it up here. So. so it, <laughs> uh, Mom would be like, "Can I get some healing too?" <laughs> and Myra will look at you and say, "I'm sorry. We can only do it once." Is it a is it is it a is a spell? But how many spells she should be able, Okay. Oh, well, you know what? I'll just do it. Uh, Myra will look at you, Amon, and uh, yeah, you know what? She likes you. You can. Uh, she'll heal you. She's able to cast it three times. Yeah. You know, I decided Myra likes you, so she'll she'll heal you no problem. She walks up and she just places her hand on your chest for a moment. <laughs> and that's one plus three, so four. it's four total. Myra sucks at healing. Hey, four is better than nothing. <laughs> That's true. Four is a difference of major life and death or not. Yeah. Look at the number one that he came close to. I'm just happy she has Twice. a real character sheet now. Where did you Where did you print this off from? Why does it say Adventurers League? I don't know what that. I just picked that's it up another. That's technically yeah. the same thing. It's just another. No, it's the same thing. It's just yeah. Okay. You have to look up edition five. Right, guys, you're standing in this uh, little stone room. What um, do you do? I think he's standing up now, though. He's standing okay, up. fine. I'll stand my character up. What do you do? There you go. Um, well, <clears throat> we grab the... How, how heavy is the cauldron? You're looking at the cauldron, and you're wondering how heavy it is. What do you think you're going to have to do? You're going to have to inspect it. <laughs> you're going to inspect the cauldron. Mm-hmm. I should investigate. Well, you know what? I'm I'm still weak. Thirteen. Okay. Well, it's a a black obsidian cauldron. Obsidian is a rare metal only found in alabaster. It's also very heavy. So you do not feel that currently you'd be able to pick it up by yourself. It's pretty heavy. I'm gonna say it's about three feet tall, and about. Two feet wide. Okay. How many people would have to take to carry it? Alright, guys, well, we have this cauldron here and it seems pretty heavy. Anyone want to help me carry it to Agatha? Perhaps it'd be easier just to bring her here. But she needs it for her shop for future potions and. She can get it later when we get a scander. Or even Aratol can use Mage Hand and just bring it out. Just bring the old hag here. A model will try to lift it by itself. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Strength, Cody. Ten. Eleven. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Amon doesn't eat, it doesn't even budge. Oh, so bull crap. Describe what he does. <laughs> he just walks up to the cauldron as uh, Bellerin and Philly are arguing about it and tries to try to lift it by himself. Okay, and, and My, Myra just snickers. See, even this teethling can't even lift it. Bring the hag here! You <laughs> said try. Well, I'm gonna ask Myra to help me carry it then, apparently, because... Well, My- Myra just sort of shakes her head. She's like, wait, she was in the shop with you guys, right? When you were talking to her? Okay, so she knows Agatha and stuff. She's like, um, we're going to ask her to come here when there's a dead body in there. And, and it's going to look like she murdered him to take his stuff. Yeah. Why, why would we do that? Yeah. <laughs> Technicalities. 
Remember, my friend, she made me this cauldron to cure your poison. I told you, Uncle, these mainland half-elves are lazy. Don't you push your luck. And she looks at you and says, Try me! <laughs> Why are we arguing still? <laughs> <laughs> you both can't stop! This is not my fault! Why do I have these? I feel like a father of two okay. teenagers. Okay, so you're asking Myra to help you because these two... Apparently these two are. Well, he tried to buy himself. I never denied that I wasn't going to help you. I just merely suggested bringing the hag into the... Alright, Myra so, and you will if do... If you ask politely... I did. I will help. I, did. I, I will I, attempt to help what I can, but I'm very weak as I am still crazy. I, 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 just, I just informed you that she may need this cauldron... To cure your poison. Right before I'm poisoned? You are... Hey! I don't oh, I know that! You know I was in a dream! I guess you don't know your poison. So, yeah, he's saying a poison. <laughs> okay, so... By the way, Balra... In case you didn't know... That dagger had poison in it. And you, have, you are currently poisoned. You do feel weak. Really? Agatha may need the cauldron... To mm. cure you of your poison. Mm. I suppose I must trust her then. <laughs> yeah. uh, Myra, by the way, before she goes to try to pick up, she's like, Uncle, what if we did like with the carriage? I could turn into a horse and you could just attach a rope to it and I could just run it out of here. My dear, you cannot turn into a horse in here. Why not? Your version of a horse is way too big for this small cavern. Okay. Does Amon know about the horse thing? But nothing. Nothing. But did nothing. Alright, no, but nothing. Didn't you turn into yeah. a horse, like an actual horse? Yes, but she didn't know it was a, of a horse. But no, she you did. You showed it to her. And oh, showed it to her. No, and she goes, "That's not a horse." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, yeah. So her. Ver that's why I said your version of a horse. Okay. So I'm going to try. Okay, to okay well, it, I, guess, I guess. Yeah, we'll try to lift it together. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you two are gonna go? I'm okay. gonna lift it. <laughs> Myra would need to get like a 19 to be able to help you lift it. She's a small framed girl. She's not, you know. So uh, you two are tougher. So you two would have to get at least a 12 each. With, is that with mods? Yeah. A right, 10. That's an 11. <laughs> I'm already trying. He's too tired. With now. us, <laughs> he's too tired. <laughs> Myra goes. I, I'm trying. <laughs> she can't lift it. I like how she's trying on her own on that one, struggling. <laughs> but you two successfully lifted. I'm gonna say for the sake of plot. I got ten though. <laughs> it's okay. I had eleven. Okay, right. we, we both got over ten. We're good. Oh yeah, over ten. You know, oh, you said I uh, made it ten. Yeah, no, totally. It was ten. Okay, so did what do you do? You want to do anything, or do you just go? I'm just them? gonna fall behind them and be like. So you guys have picked up this uh, this cauldron. It's very hefty. It's very heavy, and you're slowly making your way out of the cave, <laughs> out through the illusionary door. Do you think that you're out of breath? Oh, okay. <laughs> Belrin, this is the most amount of physical labor you've done in. You know what? I think it's been forever. <laughs> Bring up my grandfather! <laughs> okay. Come on, guys. It's not that heavy. Says Amon while he's following behind you, doing nothing. Wait, how much does this cauldron weigh? I'm going to say it weighs 250 pounds. Oh! I had an easier way. Damn it. What? 
my flying broom. Oh yeah, it can hold up to four hundred pounds. Wait, wait. So you guys, hold on. So, so wait, wait, wait. There's more. There's more. No, no, no. You guys get it into this room, and the Bellerin stops. And what do you say? Well, actually, I don't even know if my broom actually flies because I wasn't really. Yeah, you gotta sort of attune yourself to it, I think. But that would be so funny. Okay, so what are you gonna do? Just uh, you guys are walking with it currently. (sighs) This is very, very heavy. Do you think we can make it all the way to her shop? Or die trying. You guys you know are. What? <laughs> Sorry, before you said. And now you, you two are saying that as you're <coughs> entering the room where you fought the robots and where the dead wizard is, there's two dead robots on the ground. The tri drone and the duo drone are, are laying there upon the ground. And just don't forget about those. So you didn't put out the pieces. That's why I yeah, forgot about I them. Know. Perhaps we can get one of these robots to help lift. If they can come back to life. As Bellerin turns and stares at Amon. <laughs> well, you don't know that Amon can do that, but... Yeah, you don't know nothing. He <laughs> said it. He said well, it. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he said, go, yeah, yeah, I, I can, uh, I can, I can make, make it like Tapas. Oh, yeah. You uh, kind of... Then Amon uh, will just uh, be like, Ha! Huh! And then remember that you can do it, and then rush over to the robots. Okay. <laughs> and you rush over to the two robots on the ground. You see a dual drone and a tri-drone. The two mm-hmm. who were disabled. And he will, I guess, do I have to read into it again, or do I just try to do it? Like, uh, no, no, you, you, you know how. I okay, then you. you can bring one. Amon will once. try to bring the tridone. Tridone. Do you want to see what they both look like and what they're both good at? So, so you're researching right now, and let me. I'll read to you what you read. Okay. I can do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is amazing. If I do the. Do, uh, if I do the two, but if I do the three, it's only good fighting. So the tridrone. Tridrones are shaped like inverted pyramids. They lead lesser modrons into battle. It's more of a fighting thing. So it will be able to defend you. It could keep watch for you. I'm going to tell you things it can do for you. It can be ready at all times to be able to attack somebody who might try to attack you. It'll be like a bodyguard. Awesome. Okay? Or a duo drone. The blocky duo drones supervise units of mono drones and can pr- perform up to two tasks at a time. So I'm going to say the duo drone will act more like an assistant for you. He'll be able to hold items for you, lift items for you. He, he won't be much use for fighting and stuff because he's going to have a large hole in his stomach from where a giant bear slashed into him. And he's, he'll also be able to keep up with conversation with you and talk to you and stuff. The mono he has two voices in it. He doesn't want a fucking third. I know. So he will go for the tridone. The tridrone? Okay. Tridone. Right. <laughs> Alright, so you're you see the tridrone in front of you. Roll. I'm gonna say it, you're basically going to perform the spell upon it, and if you get over ten, it's successful. Less than ten, it, it isn't. What am I rolling? Just roll? A, a 1 to 9 or a 10 to 20. That's how it is. What? Am I rolling something specific or just rolling? I would say Arcana. Okay. So I just need to get a 3 and I succeed. And I succeed. You succeed. You guys see as this uh, pyramid-like thing on the ground with all these little tiny arms and it's holding three metal spears suddenly just gets electrified out of Amon's hand. Do you want to explain how you do it? You just sort of go, zap. Emperor style. Emperor style. <laughs> electricity seems to zap out of Amon's hand. Ah! 
Pokemon, you've never shot electricity out of your hand. I, I have shock and grass. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. so it makes sense. And suddenly the eyes open up, and this is what it looks like, guys. So there's three faces on it. Uh, I'm going to say one of the faces looks angry, one looks happy, and one looks sad. So the Wabajak. Exactly. A Dodrio. Tri-drone. Red trap next, guys. (laughs) Tri-drone initializing. Axiomatic mind connected. Hello, master. I am tri-drone. Hello. Hello. So, so, congratulations, you now have a personal assistant. That's, that's not an assistant, it's a tri-drone, it will defend you. It's an assistant, because it can defend me. Perhaps you could have your... Can you mention, minimize, like, the arms go into the body or something, so it's... And it just floats? No. Damn. It's for travel-wise. No. Damn. Perhaps your uh, new friend can help carry this cauldron. He can't do that. Why? Can't you see his arms? He only has spears. A task such as this is beyond my programming. Exactly, see? What each one of these robots. He only has three arms and each oh, of them are holding a I spear. I guess we're still carrying it. But now we have someone that won't roll that ones. Really? <laughs> oh, not ones. Okay, I guess it is Bell Run. He went from 20s to ones real quick. I know We all know. Okay. It's dice, but you continue to use them, so. Right, so no, if, if, if this robot actually was able to hit, then you could say Billy. Yeah. And I'll give you the stats. Um, and, and these are his stats. He will never level. He will never improve. The, the, he can't be upgraded or anything. I can't, like, magically upgrade him? No, no, no. This is him. So, that's it. Alright, so he has armor class 15, hit points 16. Uh, he he does four. three attacks. A fist attack or a javelin attack. He only does a fist attack if he loses his javelin. I'm not supposed to know what this broom does, though. I guess, no, you had just taken it out. and you were I just, just took you it just out, that's out the thing, and I just know it's magical. I don't Yeah. I don't know that it can fly. I, we can just tie it to the broom. <laughs> it's all going to be moving. <laughs> okay, so what would you guys like to do? Alright, Spellrun, let's continue. Alright, and you guys continue to lug this huge cauldron out. <laughs> Into we're gonna have to flip the map now. Well, actually, are you guys just what are you guys doing exactly? Are you going straight to Agatha's? I'm not carrying this cauldron anywhere else. All right, so we'll just use this as Agatha's now. That's what we'll do. Okay. So you've you've left the wizard's home and you're lugging this thing through the streets. Many times having to put it down just to rest your arms. It's like oh. Just pulling this huge, bear. this huge thing. I think my wounds are opening up again. <laughs> Belrin's complaining the entire time from doing physical labor. I just want a freaking drink. <laughs> All right. I'm sure. That, I'm sure uh, Joshua is not there anymore. It's Joseph. Joseph. Okay. <laughs> and you guys uh, are moving to the shop. As you enter the shop, Agatha's eyes widen. The intense smells of spices and incense, not like before, even stronger now, as if she's cooking something, permeate the room. Agatha walks forward to all of you and to, with her arms wide open, and she says, Oh, no, 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 my darling! Are you okay? I'm fine. And she walks past you, Amon, and immediately starts 
hugging and caressing her cauldron. She starts rubbing it. Oh no, 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 my darling, my darling. Oh, what did that bad wizard say to you? What did he do? Oh, oh, oh. I'm guessing I told my new robot to wait outside. You have to remember to remind me of him because I'm going to forget about him. Okay, but yes. Might I add, this is actually the first time I've met her. Yes, because he hasn't actually. That's okay. She she just doesn't say, but she looks okay. Well, but so, so I just like, looked at her. I'm like, this is who we got the cauldron for. Yes. <laughs> and you're certain she can fix that? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just thinking it's like everything I said in the cave and then bringing the old hag here. I By the way, you're all aware her, that so. you're all aware you have inspiration, right? I didn't put it in the podcast, but whatever. They don't need to know. But make sure you add in you have inspiration. What are you talking about? The chains? The, the, the beads. The beads. Dexterity roll. Oh, well, we'll just forget about that. It's too late. It'd be great if I eat the one that tangles up and be like, fuck my life! You this is why I don't go into herb shops! <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you see Agatha starts to sniff. She's like, huh? What? Viridian stones. Charred nether wheat. Black shade. And she immediately looks to Amon. What did you do? Hmm? What did you do? I, I used the cauldron. What type of morbid spell work did you perform with my precious cauldron? Well, I put him, and he points to Phileas, into him, and he points to Belton. Oh. She looks mortified. This is... Oh, this is... This... She's okay. That's what matters. I have her back. She's okay. It was the only way to get your cauldron back. Then I guess I'll just have to learn to live with the stench. <laughs> and then Amon just smiles and instantly at her. Your tail starts wiggling. Yep. So, sorry, so your uh, tri-drone is outside? Yes. Okay, by the way, you're allowed to name your tri-drone, and he will go by that name. I you just only to... name him once. You can never rename him. How about each face? No. Damn. It's three faces. Agatha commands for you two to place the cauldron down into the middle of the room. So we do so. I want to know where you're walking. It might be a trap. <laughs> uh, as she then stands over the cauldron as if she's preparing it and coddling her cauldron, Myra approaches Phileas Uncle, I need to tell, tell you something. Please, yes, my dear. please, don't do this. You don't need to do this. It doesn't matter how you look, Uncle. Once we get everybody, we're going to go back to Mandera. My dear, these scars that are on my body, they burn every time I dream and every time I transform. For every transform, it becomes more agonizing. If I do not do this, I fear I will not survive much longer. But I will need to converse with Sylvanas upon this. You may join me if you wish. We wish you, we, we will pray to the Oak Father together, she says. And as you two are conversing, Agatha says, You're probably wondering what that smell is in the air. Not really, no. No, you guys are like, I, I guess I didn't really point out, it is potent. 
a potent smell. You had never even walked I, into I don't here, so you would be just awash in a stench of different herbs and spices, and it's very, very strong. Just to let you know. Oh, it's going to be in my clothes. Ah! So every, t- every time we go into the store. Well, don't worry. Those are just the herbs Glenda sent with the druid. They're stewing as we speak. Agatha points a decrepit finger towards a smaller cauldron at the other end of the room. It is important you remember this cauldron, Phileas. She's continuing to prepare this cauldron and for the ritual that's going to take place. Now would you like to go with Myra and converse? Or like, how do you want to do this? We're going to go pray to the tree god. Yeah, but you just is. where you're standing? No, we're, 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 we're going to go to the nearest tree. <laughs> to the nearest tree. <laughs> you're in the land of acid. I don't uh, think that's a living tree anywhere. There literally are no trees. There, there's like trees poking out of the acidic waters and stuff. Dead. Well, actually, you'd notice, okay, for the sake of everything, uh, like this one, Myra's, I'll keep it in character, Myra's like, Uncle, I wish we could pray to the Oak Father, but there are no trees here. Not that I've seen. She says, oh, except that one. And you look, and you see that Agatha actually has a planted tree, a beautiful oak, in her shop. Is it just sticking out of her roof? No, no, it's planted. She keeps it there. She goes, oh, yes, I like, I, I do enjoy oak leaves. <laughs> poison oak. To, uh, I harvest poison oak from the, from the leaves of that tree. And it is entirely for that reason, not in order to further the plot of the story. <laughs> Uncle, how convenient. <laughs> and my room stewards and <laughs> You two stand in front of the tree. How, Father, come to us? <laughs> I don't know what you want to do. We just sit there and pray to the Father. Okay. You're going to roll? Yeah, do a religion check. Myra just sits down. She puts her arm on, on your shoulder as you're praying. 23. Okay. Um... Is there something specific you're praying for? Uh, I, w- I want him to basically try and tell me if he thinks this is a good idea or not, in a way. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe he'll come to me in my dream or something like that. Um, maybe, I don't know however it works, but I just want to see if... Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Valorant, you see these two druids <laughs> doing druidy things again. Ooh, nature. <laughs> nature lovers. It's just as bad as the standard praying to his worthless god. And Myra goes, Shut up, Belrin! This is serious! I wasn't talking to you. And, uh... The two of you stop now. (laughs) (laughs) You feel the natural energies of the oak surrounding you in an aura, and you feel like you're home again at Mindara. And you get a sense of homeliness and love, and you see all... You get a small little vision quickly of, like, all of your nieces and nephews home with you, and you being there with them, and all of them saying, thank you, uncle, for saving me, thank you, and then Myra looks at you in the vision, and she says, uh, thank you for doing what you had to do to get us here, and then the vision ends, and 
that cryptic vision ends. <laughs> <laughs> Myra says, I saw nothing, Uncle. What did you see? I saw what I needed to see, my dear. And what was it you needed to see? The answers that I seek. Why is everyone talking so cryptic? And Myra laughs at him. Okay, so what would you like to do? I was gonna say I see a love interest. <laughs> what would you like to do? He's funny, Uncle. I like him. What would you like to do? I guess turn around and see what Agatha has to say. Uh, as you then approach Agatha, she she sort of looks at you as she's uh, sort of putting some things into the obsidian cauldron. She hasn't lit in it, and there's no liquid in it, but she's just like placing some random things in it. You're not sure what she's doing. And she says to Phileas, The herbs my sister gave you are an assortment of the strongest hallucinogens in the world. I would not recommend any of you breathing in the fumes from that cauldron over there. Now, here we go. I figured, I, I half of me thought Mom would be like, Whoa! <laughs> that would be a mistake. Well, I um, thought you were going to say don't consume as Amon is about to put like a herb in his mouth. Okay. Well, I thought you were going to do that, so... Okay. Do not inhale nor consume the fumes from that cauldron over there. It would be quite the trip, I tell you that. Can't be any worse than last time. <laughs> Agatha licks her lips and then she reaches into her robes and you and Belrin, you, you get a little glimpse of her nipple for a moment as she's doing it. Nine hundred. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know. Roll for green. She's a hag. She's a creature. Roll for damage. <laughs> she removes a crystalline vial from her robes. It is pristine, but it looks very delicate. And she hands it to Phileas. You will need this. For what? Oh. You'll know. I'll tell you. Don't worry. After the cauldron is laid upon the floor, Agatha removes one of the stems from her burning incense. And then she begins to wave it throughout the air, encircling her obsidian cauldron. She starts just circling the cauldron, chanting in an unknown language. Callus, Oman, Misro, Epox, Trident. And she's just waving the incense around over her head, down and low, and she's saying these words, and she's tiptoeing around. She's this old, old, decrepit lady is just like dancing around the cauldron. I should just step out the door. <laughs> Agatha snaps her fingers to Belrin. Hey, hey, you! Yes. Pass me that maraca. She points to a maraca that is laying upon a table. Sure. Go grab it and hand it over. Thank you. And she starts shaking it. And she begins to now scream out the words in like song. She's like, Transvenza Orgenta Moon Endokar. Are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> and she's dancing around. Agatha begins, it's a very odd dance, moving around the cauldron. It seems to be random movements as her leg jolts out the side sometimes. One arm does this. And maybe Phileas started to think this woman's just crazy. <laughs> as nothing seems to be happening. And she hums to her own odd tune. 
This has seemed crazy with everyone, apparently. She starts shaking and shaking the incense, and she's hiya, hiya, hiya. Suddenly, she stops. Her hands raised above the cauldron. Oh, Reaper, great one who knows all ends, cometh to thee from the beyond. Hear my plea. There's silence. Are you doing this ritual right now? Pardon me? Are you doing the ritual right now? Yes! Maybe everybody should leave and it'll just be you and I in here. I'm looking for a cure for this poison I apparently have. It's a little too late! And then there's a small breeze. A stillness in the air as the candles in the room blow out. She starts right away. She is like, are you ready? This starts it. Maybe I change my mind. Who knows? You never said anything. <laughs> what do you think she was doing? I was putting on this dance for no reason. Oh my gosh. Then without warning. So all the candles went out. It went pitch black in the room. Does Amon say anything? <laughs> he can see perfectly fine. What a, what's going through Amon's head right now? He's just very intrigued about this uh, ritual of dancing that went on. <laughs> and then all the candles went out. <laughs> and he's just, he's still staying there because to him it's still perfectly bright for him. Then without warning, a torrential cone of blue fire engulfs the obsidian cauldron. You would believe this fire to surely alight the shop, but it does not. In fact, the entire room seems to grow cold. So much so, you can now see your own breath. And frost seems to be growing onto the surfaces of the room. And Myra's like... <gasps> she starts shaking and holding her arm. She's like, oh, oh, I'm freezing. I don't die by a dagger to the heart, but I'm gonna die freezing to death now. Myra goes to by Balrun. <laughs> Why would you send her to me? I'm not going near him! It's not safe near me, I don't think. Agatha turns to Phileas. We don't have long. Now you go, and you fill up that cup with the elixir I concocted in that other cauldron. Bring it back here. As there is a blue cone of fire in the center of the room, above of the middle cauldron. The room is just a lit blue. Yep. My dear, I wouldn't be near me through this. And Myra looks mortified. What? What's going on? What do you do? I fill up the elixir. And you fill it up with this delicate glass. The elixir is blue and it's just steaming. You smell it? No. Okay, and you don't smell it and you bring it back. Okay. And you're holding the elixir. What was that? Put something in her pocket. You gotta say it. I put something in her pocket. In Myra's pocket? Myra's pocket. Okay. And Myra's like, what? And she's gonna reach for it. Don't touch it now. Okay. And you're standing, she says, okay, and then you're standing next to Bellerin. Am I standing next to Bellerin? Yeah, Bellerin's there. I say, 
for later, my friend. I put something in his pocket too. <laughs> Bellarmine just slipped something in your pocket. Oh, fuck. Invasion <laughs> of privacy. Jesus, hurry! Agatha says, "Hurry up! Hurry!" I, just... I have it. We're good. Okay. As her breath is, and she's looking very cold. Okay. I'm on just. Ow. Sorry. Go. I was gonna say just Mon's just like intrigued that he can see his breath. He's like playing with it, kind of. <laughs> now you will speak these words, Grim Reaper. I wish to commune, and then you will drink all of the elixir and stare into the flame. If I can't breathe in the elixir, how can I drink the elixir? Only now is it safe to do so. You must trust me. We don't have long. It's up to you what you do. She's looking around, though, as this blue flame's, like, in the center of the room. Monge is like, if you don't drink it, I will. I'm a little parched. Great Reaper, I wish to commune. <laughs> the elixir is bitter and very warm. It's putrid, and it feels like chunks and hard pieces of bone almost going down your throat. And it's just absolutely putrid. You feel like you're drinking sewage. That's probably what it is. <laughs> what do you do with the glass, the, or the uh, the vial that you're holding? I just... Okay, and you drop it, and the vial smashes on the ground. Now stare into the flame! Hurry! She says... So I stare, into, I stare into the flame. And as While you s- I happen to lo- say to those two, open it up if I shall die. And there goes, what? And that's all you see as you stare into the flame. All you two and everybody in the room would see is, as Philia stares into the flame, suddenly he goes extremely pale and his eyes go white. And he's just standing there like a zombie, staring into the flame. Is he dead? How should I know? With his, is that what I looked like when I was dead? Kind of. Oh. That's perhaps then. <laughs> oh boy. What? <laughs> no! Screams Myra. <laughs> and then we're going, I'll go now! And she's running towards you as we delve into what's going on in your mind. You oh. stare into the flame. You watch the fire flicker. And the flickering would begin to happen more and more until you see a figure in the flame. You look around and everybody's gone. Emptiness is around you. And you feel freezing, even colder now. A cold that chills you to the bone. In the apparent darkness, you believe you hear a wailing sound. What do you do? Like a... I go, hello? And your voice seems to echo in the chamber of emptiness that's around you. But Hello. And you're able to walk and it feels solid. There just seems to be almost like a haze of fog on the ground. Suddenly you hear a pattering, a clinking of heels from what sounds like a horse. I'll walk towards it. The sound? Yeah, you start walking towards the sound. Do a perception check.
eight. What was that number? It was a one. You failed your perception <laughs> check so bad. Wow. Uh, I can my remove. I can remove this. No, I'm, my passive perception is fourteen. It doesn't matter. You rolled a one on a perception check, so you failed. You literally see nothing. And then, and and you're and you're stuck in this emptiness for now. And <laughs> goodbye, Philly. <laughs> Suddenly, yeah, I dot on my T's, I dot on my eyes, and cross my T's before I left. <laughs> yeah, you prepared. You literally prepared for death. <laughs> so you're, you seem to be waiting in this emptiness, in this darkness, for a long time. Like you were supposed to see something, but you missed it. And you're waiting, and you're waiting for a very, very long time. It feels like hours. No matter where you walk, no matter where you go, and you're starting to get a little bit scared, you're never going to see anything. Okay? I'm going to say you've been waiting now for... You're, you're stuck in the darkness for hours. I'll let you roll another perception check. One. Three. <laughs> ten. There, all you had to get was a fucking ten. Then, way off in the distance. Sorry. Before we do that. Okay, so you rolled a 10. We're going to go back out. It's been four hours. And Phileas has just been standing there. Staring into the flame. And his eyes are white. Well, about Agatha is looking at you. She's just, she's looking quite nervous. And Myra is just standing there holding his hand, looking up at him like, well, about after like a half, an hour and a half of like this, Amon would just get like a little bored and like literally sit down and start reading his, the book on the manual more. <laughs> so Amon's just sitting there with his legs crossed reading a book? Yeah, because he got bored after a while. <laughs> I'm just wanting, looking at Phileas looking to a flame. Hey, go ahead. What does Bellerin do or say? Maybe you went to the bar. I'm playing my character. Would you leave him? I'm not gonna leave right now. I need to be cured of this poison. Okay, well I keep I keep pestering. Uh, there you go. No, I keep pestering uh, Agatha. Agatha. Like, so, uh, how much longer is this gonna take? It should, it should have been finished. I've never seen anybody left in the darkness, the emptiness for so long. So I, I you don't failed. I didn't fail. It's it's. It's as, it's hard to explain. It's 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 going to be as effective as he makes it. Communing, he's communing with an avatar of death itself. I I don't know. I've never seen it take this long before. He should have found something by now. But can, can someone join him? At the I as, heard that at happen. the at the. A mod hearing aspect of death, he like perks up. Okay. See, he's intrigued by it. Amon's Amon, like, as he's commun, he's like talk, he's hearing voices all the time and looking at different things. He doesn't really pay attention that much. Okay. So. And then uh, she's telling Bellerin, just whatever you do, don't interfere. But yes, go ahead. Aspect of death, you say? Yes. Why does he have to do that? He he wishes to remove some chaotic. Scars from his body. The energies that created them are godly. There's no way for any mortal being to remove them. Only deitic or 
death itself, which is above all. We must all hear the ring of death eventually. <laughs> uh, does Amon ignore all that hogwash and just... No, he was intrigued by it. Were so. you going to roll? You look like you're ready to roll. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like a response to that to make myself want to roll. Kind okay. of. Um, I do roll one, David. <laughs> you're stuck there for hours and everybody thinks you're going to die. They might screw this up. <laughs> they might screw this up. So, Amon will, Amon will then close his book, get up, walk towards the cauldron, and just... What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm intrigued. Do not interfere, lest you yourself wish to get lost in death. I'm just intrigued. No one must interfere. You're intrigued. Let's see. What's more important, your your intrigue or... I'm just wanted... Go ahead. Amon will then, like, do our can of check to, like... <laughs> okay, you go ahead. Just to see the magic. I'm of not course, interfering. Of course, of course yeah. Go I'm ahead. not interfering. Yep. I'm just checking on the magic. Alright. God. Uh, 14, 15, 16, 17, the moment 18, 19, you 20, make, 21. The moment you make a connection with it, you are going to suffer psychic damage. The moment that you made a connection with it. I'm not, making a, I'm not interfering. I'm it just checking the magic. Yeah. That's not connecting to it. You're, I, the moment that you, you, you attempted to detect what's going on there, you your brain is a mash with just psychic energy. And, you're, and you, you go into excruciating pain. And you take two damage. So it's very little damage. <laughs> and it hurts you. Ow, that hurt. <laughs> And uh, the room, now. and the room rumbles a little bit. She's like, "See, this is why you listen to her and don't touch things." I didn't touch anything. You all need to do nothing, okay? I'm going to be honest. I I've never seen it take this long before, but we just have to hold out and see what happens. That's all we can do. And then Myra looks at her and says, "How long are we supposed to wait?" It's been hours. He could be dead. Well, I mean, he's still standing, so he shouldn't be dead, right? Uh, dead can uh, die standing up too, and, and then stay helping. I've seen it many times, actually. Many people dead. Exactly. Oh, you're not comforting her. And Myra starts bawling, <laughs> and she runs over to Belrin and hugs him. Um, <laughs> I just, I just reach an arm behind, light tap, there, there. It, it'll be okay. And we're going to delve back into Ilias's mind. You are, at this point, you're trying to run through the darkness, and there's just nothing. It's just emptiness all around you. Then suddenly, just like before, as if something's going by again, you hear again a wailing sound, just like the first time, followed by the pattering and clinking of heels from a horse. You look all around. From way off in the distance, you see something. What do you do? I go towards it. And as you're moving towards it, you notice it is a pale white horse that is slowly now walking towards you. 
from a distance, it is majestic. A beautiful mane with long flowing locks of white hair and blue glowing eyes. For a moment, you think it almost looks just like the description of Sylvanas the Oak Father in your Druidic Tales. Then, as it slowly approaches you, you would notice the horse change. The white fur seems to shed away from its form, disappearing into darkness. A smoky aura surrounds the pale horse, now as it walks within ten feet of you. Half of its body no longer having flesh, jagged bones poke out from all over its form, and its clicking gallop is dusty and dark. The skeletal steed stops in front of you, its glowing blue eyes upon you now, its gaze ominous and unflinching. So I look at it and say, are you the avatar of death? And it just lets out a little... <laughs> like a horse would. Just... <sighs> Can I do moves and stuff? Okay, I will then try and use speaking with animals. Okay, go ahead. And I will be speaking with animals. Yeah, and then once you do, a hollowed voice, soft as a whisper, speaks. Within your mind, the eyes of the pale horse, glowing with each spoken word. Phileasenic. Why have you summoned an avatar of death? I was told this was the only way to get rid of the scars that, I, that seemed to be killing me. The scars you wear are too much for your body to bear. If they are not removed, you will die in That's what price. I see you have wisdom. There is always a cost. We can extend your life, Phileas Senec. Your scars will be gone, but you will receive a torment greater than any we could give you. And what is that torment? And the horse goes, and goes up on its back legs for a moment and then shakes its head. You will receive a shadow of death. We will show you your fate. You will be shown your own death. So if I get the scars removed, you will show me my death in the future. Yes. That is the price. Yes. You do not understand. Make me understand. What this entails. The shadow of death will follow you always. Despite your best efforts, you will always try to avoid 
what we show you, but you can never change your fate. By attempting to do so, you would only bring yourself closer to the inevitability. All things die, Phileas, even gods. Eventually, all will meet our gaze. So that's the price. You will be shown your own death. And as he said, it will constantly haunt you. You will always be thinking about, you know exactly how, how you're going to die. And it will, you will be cursed with knowing your own death. That is the cost. Do this all we can offer. How much longer is my life if I get these removed compared to to the life expectancy I have now? Your scars will kill you. Your death will come within a matter of days. You will never save your family. Forcing <laughs> you to do it. I didn't force him to do anything. He can do what he wants. He could he could say no, maybe try to find another way. Or he could say no and try. And these are things that are going through Phileas's head right now. He's thinking, if I say no, maybe I can try a different way, whatever. I mean no, my question is if I be, before I before I send off the answer, do you go? Are you gonna go back to these guys or no? Or is it just straight here? I could uh, go back to them. I was asking because before, or is, is it gonna go back and forth, or are, you, or are we just doing all this right now? I would like to do it all right now, or okay, we can go fine. back and forth if no, you want that's me to. Totally okay, fine. go ahead. Yeah. Then I will. Uh... <clears throat> You know, you're, you're like, see my own death. And, and of course, your natural reaction is that doesn't seem like that big of a deal. No, I know. But at the same time... Until you see. <laughs> I, know I, have to, I know I have to save my niece and nephew, so there's only one choice that must be done. Make your choice, Phileas Senec. You are now the decider of your own fates. Remove the scars and show me my death. As you now continue staring into the pale horse's gaze, you feel as if your body alights on fire. Like your skin is burning. Horrible pain and agony, just as you felt when you were first scarred by the energies. Then it suddenly fades. And you would look down at your hands and see that your scars have completely disappeared. And in the real world, you guys would see Phileas' scars have just disappeared. They're gone. And Myra's like, Oh! He's, his scars are gone! And now, Agatha looks really, she's like, oh, 
He must have he must have struck the deal. And then within your mind, your scars are gone, and you're just staring now at the pale horse. That's it. So, where is the vision? And the pale horse uh, then goes, <laughs> lets out a loud yell, and then rises back onto its hind legs. You then feel as your body is pulled into the horse's foggy aura. Your mind is black. You hear noises, someone talking, then the sounds of battle. You feel confusion. A sudden crackle of energy is heard. You see Amon. He seems to be holding his hand to a shadowy portal. His other hand grasps a necklace. Dark energies are flying in all directions. It seems chaotic, but you can just hardly see your peripherals are, are messed up. It's a very foggy vision. You're not sure about the exact details of it. You see figures around you. You think Aratol... Or is that Iskander? You can't tell who's exactly there. But one thing you do know is they're yelling. They're saying things. People are having a conversation of some kind. You can't be sure. Then there's a loud rumble calling out or trying to get back in from the portal. And you see some tentacles there. It's very odd. You look down, Myra is there. She's on the ground screaming at you. She's screaming. Uncle! Uncle, no! Her body seems to be fading. A dark aura around her. You then look back to the portal. Everything's becoming very fuzzy. Belrin stands in front of you. His face is stern as he holds his bow towards you. Myra stands in front of him. Her hands out to stop him. No! Don't! Don't! You scream out something. Words you can't hear. And you put your hand forward. In an instant, Belrin's lets loose an arrow. You look down at your chest as the arrow pierces your heart. You look back to Belrin before collapsing. Your face is upon a cold stone floor. Your blood streaking out ahead of you. Myra screams loudly. The last thing you hear are her painful screams. You all see Phileas standing in front of the blue flame. His eyes are still white, and then suddenly his eyes go normal again. And he sort of collapses a bit. And Myra catches you. <laughs> and the flame shoots forth and then dissipates. And all the candles alight back into the Uncle! Uncle! Uncle, are you okay? Are you okay? She says. I'm fine, my dear. Are you okay? <clears throat> I thought... It took forever! And, and Agatha says, What happened? It wasn't supposed to take that long. I'm fine. Your scars are gone. You're actually quite handsome. Hmm, she says as she licks her finger. <laughs> and the warts on her hand. And you look to your comrades, Amon and Belrin. What do you do? I walk over to... Well, you're, you're very weak and Myra's holding you. You're oh very weak. You feel like you just went to hell and back. Or to death and back, I mm -hmm. should say. Yeah. So I'll just walk over and I'll, I'll 
I'll pull the thing out of his pocket, put it back into mine. Who, uh, Bellroom? Bell what <laughs> the hell did you just take from my pocket? I would like to let you know that you have serious distrust for Bellroom. Serious that's why, distrust. That's why I didn't say anything. I described it. There's a shadow <clears throat> of doubt in your mind constantly. I'll take it out of Myra's pocket, too, and I'll say, let's go get some rest, Myra, and I'll, we'll walk out of the... <laughs> what a dick. Who? Him or me? <laughs> Both of you now. <laughs> yeah, you you haven't said anything to me since so I came out anyways. Hey, came out. I literally just said, why did you take that from my pocket? And you just <clears throat> let's go, Myra. Let's leave this place. <laughs> okay. And Agatha says, is there anything else I can help any of you with before you leave? Yes. We sat here for hours and you didn't want to talk to me then. Well, somehow we were in a dream and didn't have a word in. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Fair enough. <laughs> dream sequences, you know, I thought you had a very long one yourself, but that's okay. But you know what? <laughs> we went back and forth a little bit more. Okay. Old hag. Yeah. <laughs> you went back and forth with me like, oh, that's another scar back to the dream. Well, that was it. It was like five <laughs> times to you, though. That was like, once. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> I can't even look at her. I just can imagine just the nip slip. <laughs> just, I was going to say, you shouldn't take so damage for so that. So Belron just says, it can't make eye contact due to the nip slip there. <laughs> uh, and just goes, you know, I am. <laughs> I have some sort of poison affecting me. Poison? Oh, well, I have a solution to that. Mm-hmm. My breast milk can actually cure all ailments and poisons. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to roll a persuasion check for that? Sure, no. Uh, <laughs> say, a poison? Why, I could sell you one if for a price. Sell me a poison? Uh, sorry. <laughs> You, what you need is an antidote. I have many. Depends on what type of poison you are hit with. I do have a more expensive antidote which cures all poisons. Though. Oh! Yes. yes, as I do not know actually what has affected it me. It is 50 gold pieces. Yeah, that's more than enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. And Bellerin reaches to his pocket and he has no money. Flashbacks would happen to right after you guys had defeated the guinea pigs. To the townsfolk. To the perception check I had you all roll. To the twink who was rubbing you and touching you and caressing you. And now back to Agatha's room. Fifty gold pieces. I seem to have misplaced my money. <laughs> Oh, well, I couldn't give it to you for free. Well, how about, well, I mean, hold on. I mean, we did just bring you your cauldron that you couldn't carry yourself. And I performed a ritual which for him. killed me and everyone in this town. However, it only affected him. I helped carry it. I would like to persuade you to give me the potion. You can try to get a 19 persuasion, but I doubt that you could get it. <laughs> Ha! <laughs> Nineteen! Nineteen! <laughs> Bellerin's coming back. She hands to you. Here! Take it! And get the fuck out of my shop! 
19 on the dot. <laughs> and you all leave the shop. We already, we already left. Yeah, I guess yeah. now bell rings out there. So, where would you all like to start heading? Huh. Well, I'm going to step outside and chug this antidote. So that okay. I'm you sure drink it and you feel better. You no longer are poisoned, so you don't have disadvantage on all <laughs> attack. Oh! You are poisoned. You have disadvantage on ability checks. But I didn't check it, so you're fucking lucky. Wow. Because we've already passed it, you've already left. But then Agatha's inside by herself. She goes, wait a second. <laughs> Too late. Already gone. You'll have to kill me to get the potion. Okay. Well, you already chugged it, so. Exactly. And you all leave. Siphon it from your blood. And head out to the town. I'm thinking we should probably just end the episode there. <clears throat> or do you guys want to go back to the the bar first? Can we get to the tavern, the tavern? and just rest? I feel like it's been too freaking Yeah, I feel, I feel like we'll end it with you guys going to the tavern. And then you guys uh, go out into the streets. And uh, on your way, Bellerin, do you want to let them know that your money was stolen? <laughs> <laughs> so, does everybody still have their money? I, I don't have money. Amon, you uh, check. You have everything that you had. You uh, check your belongings. Myra checks hers. Myra says... I have no use for money. Uh, this is Agatha's word. <laughs> I have no use for money. Uh, okay. Why? Well, what just, happened? Mm, I my money's gone. Oh. By the way, and Myra runs up to Bowen. You better not tell him about that hug. <laughs> she runs back over to Phileas, who's t- keeping his distance from you. No, was that a noticeably? Whisper? What was that? A whisper. Hmm? Was that a whisper you did to him? No, you heard it. Oh, you mean that hug you uh, you gave Pellerin? That hug? She goes, shut up, Amon! <laughs> and you two, and you all walk towards the tavern. We need to flip this if we're going to the tavern. <laughs> I have no money! This over here. 700 gold. You had 700 gold? Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, so, oh, so my, he had my sheet. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, come on. Okay, put my other sheet. And then I have nothing because I came from yeah. nothing. Well, guess what? I have nothing now. I can't buy fucking drinks. I don't remember how much gold. I think I I'd like to let time. you know, though, you know who stole it from me. Yes, I know. But he's so cute and he gets a pass. <laughs> I'm this gonna... is not real life d and <laughs> I'm just going to try to persuade if I want a drink. <laughs> My persuasion's really high. Shall I persuade you? Alright, so as you walk into the bar, you'd see it is full of a mixed bag of races. You guys would recognize the songs of Low Poe and the Lady Snow, the halflings that you have been traveling with, and they are up on the stage. As you guys were told, you you were going to stop in Slithermore anyway because they have a show to do. They're doing their show right now. And they're singing there. You would see some half-orcs take up about half the tavern. Mm. The other half is mixed between elves, hobgoblins, and halflings. Okay? And it's just a mixed bag, and they're all just sort of sitting all around With the the tieflings! You're the only tiefling. And (laughs) as as you all walk into the bar... Uh, n- nobody just seems to dart any looks at you or, or look at you as strangers or give you any bad eyes. Everybody want to do a perception Until check? Until the tiefling puts down his, head, his hood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do a perception check? Everyone? Yeah. 
Not 20. Wow. On a persuasion, yeah. One. One. Okay. So, Phileas, uh, <laughs> this looks like the friendliest place you've ever seen in your entire life. Okay. What? A three? Okay, you you as well. You, all you see, to be honest, though, no matter what you rolled, <coughs> you go straight to that bar, right? Yeah, <laughs> boom. You're like, see you later. You walk right up to the bar. There's a half-orc lady there. Turns around. She's like, can I help you? Mm. And, and the, the half-orc is seems to be picking at her ear and then takes out a bit of wax and looks at it and then slowly moves it to her mouth and then and Balran just is disgusted and just and then she takes that same hand and starts cleaning out a glass with it can I help you no I'm I'm, I'm good you want you want some mead no. No? No, as I'm eyeing the glass and her cleaning. Do you want some information? Um, do you... Have you heard of a little tiny tweet named Joshua? Joshua? Yes. Over there, and she points. Now, you would have seen Joshua right away, and you would have seen that he's surrounded by hobgoblins, and they're, they're playing, uh, they're gambling, and... Uh, you would see this Joshua guy has a lot of money at the table as well. And they're all laughing. <laughs> Amon, you would also notice that some of these shady figures are looking at you. And they're sort of whispering to each other as they notice that you're a tiefling. Okay. Uh, well, he, as he noticed that, he'll turn his head towards him. Make a smile, but it would be in like uh, almost like a ominous smile. And I want to do a no, not deception, uh, intimidation check on them. But they're not near you; they're across the way. So you're going to walk up to them? No, it's just my smile's intimidating. Oh, okay, okay. Go like, ahead. I look at them, and it's yeah. almost like an intimidating you have sharp smile. Teeth. You have sharp teeth, so uh, that'd be uh, above twenty. It's not okay, then yeah. It's above 20. And as you smile, they all just look really freaked out at this smiling tiefling. They're just like, oh. But actually, they look scared, but it just makes them whisper more to each other. <laughs> and an intimidation check of 20. They're not going to necessarily run away. Yeah, but you're intimidating them. Okay, so, uh, Phileas, what do you do? Before that, after that, he'll just walk up to the bar, too. Just... Okay, and I would like to let you know, too, they're also looking behind you, as uh, traveling right behind you is a tri-drone unit that is walking <laughs> into the bar. And as it's walking in, it actually is stuck at the door, and it's going, does not compute. Stay aside. Does not compute. Stay aside. Yes, master. And it goes, ching, 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 and then it goes outside, and it's just waiting outside. Uncle, this is a shady-looking place. Don't worry, my dear. We'll be going to bed shortly. We'll walk in. I guess he's still at the bar. Yeah. I'm gonna go over to Joshua's eventually. But right now, you're at the bar. are you currently at the bar? Is the question. Yes, he is. <laughs> okay. So then I'll go up and say, Amar. Yes. I assume you want to go to the Skullhead tomorrow morning. Yeah, anytime's good. Cause that's where that. Yeah. Alright, we shall leave first thing in the morning. And then me and Mara will go up to bed. Okay. <laughs> and Ma- Mallory, the barkeep, 
looks at you and says, Where are you going? Oh, I guess I should get a room first. Excuse eh? me. <laughs> the rooms I, I, ain't I, I, free. So I was picking uh, her nose. <laughs> I thought, is it Mallory, is it? Mallory. But she never said what her name is. Or did you ask her her name? No. I've just been saying Mallory. <laughs> you don't know her name. Okay. <laughs> you don't know her name. Excuse me, are you the innkeeper? Name's Mallory. I've... My family's owned this place for 200 years. How much for a room? She's continuing to... She's not fisting things, by the way. She's just cleaning a glass. <laughs> what? Did how that come long? from? How long? Just for the night. That would be... Wait. How many people are staying in it? Myself and my niece. Only you two? Okay. That's a hundred gold. Even though we just saved your town from That's a hundred and twenty-five gold. She looks at you. She does not look phased at all. She's She has one emotion. She just... To describe her, she has very short hair in, in a... In a what what is it that's it's like a okay she has her hair in a bob she's like maybe 350 pounds as half orc she has huge moles all over her face and she wears a big dress with flowers all over it i just flicker 125 gold say i just don't have i don't have time to argue and she looks at the gold and she says thank you and then and then she hands you a key i take the key Room seven. Uh, I say to Myra that we should go up to bed. I agree, Uncle. And we should probably lock the door. Oh, Phileas. He's bought some coin and I don't have any for a room. Neither do I. Unless you go over and try to get your money. Bellerin, you do hear this. Bellerin is sitting at the bar while you're having a conversation with her, but he's just staring at the twink. And he is just, his eyes are glaring at him as he sees this guy who's just betting money. And he's like, ha 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 And he's and laughing just, with hobgoblins. And he's just hobgoblins. licking his lips. <laughs> um, but you hear this. Do you want to ask for a room too, or what? No? <laughs> he's so mad. Are you conflicted? <laughs> Phileas, as I've somehow lost my money, do you mind sparing some money as well? Uncle, you're so generous. How much for another room? Um, and, uh... We have two rooms now. Is there some sort of, Is there a deal for it, or no? Who's gonna be staying in it? I am. I'm assuming the little one. And him, if he decides to. Mm-hmm. Little one? I'm like, five okay. That's okay. That's 150 gold. For the other room, or 150 gold total? It's the luxury suite. Ooh. <laughs> it's the only one we have available now. No, but she answered my question about... And I nicely said it. Is there a deal? Because we have two of them. Because we have two rooms. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I persuade her? I can try, but he's probably going to raise the price. Uh, how persuasion? I do. It's only plus five, though. <laughs> Are you going to take the room or not? Do you want me to? David? 
you want me to? <laughs> Are you? Is Ahmad saying this in character? No. Ahmad should be whispering this in character. Go, oh, you're crazy. Say crazy things. Elias. What did you just call him? I thought you said Elias. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's crazy, so Elias. Elias. Yeah. I, I could try to get them cheaper. She does not look like the persuading type. <laughs> I can still try. If she raises the price, you need to find a way to get the difference. Why? <laughs> Just what are you gonna do? I, I, I'm a poor tiefling. Sell your robot. But I just got him. <laughs> I'll flicker 150 gold and just be gone. And just walk away so and I'm gonna say it. Plus 275 gold. Do you thank him? No? Okay. So you see. You, oh, he, he stormed he has, away! He stormed away! Congratulations. Here you go. Here's a key to our luxury suite. Oh, I thank you. There is a bed in that one. Oh, marvelous. Yes. And Phileas, you and Myra then go up to your room. You'd notice it's literally just an empty room. There's no furniture, no bed, no sheets, no pillows, or anything. <laughs> and you would notice there's a small bucket in the corner with a little bit of water in it. That's it. It's just like living off the land, Uncle. We're used to this. Myra pops it. <laughs> She turns into a deer as she does it. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Would you like me to give you a resistance to whatever we might catch while we're in here, Uncle? Because I have that ability, apparently. Here's resistance to grossness. She says. And she laughs. And you have a nice little moment with your niece. Okay, so uh, is that done for you and Myra for the night? Are you going to talk to her at all before you go to bed? Is that it? We'll, we'll talk in the morning then. Okay. Melvin, what do you do? Well, uh, Amon's holding a key in oh, his yeah. hand. Do you, are you going to offer to give it to Melvin too? Or? Amon will like, look over Amon and uh, be like, We have a room! Great. Hey, we'll share a room with you. What room number? I wasn't told. Yeah, you were. I was told it was the luck only. I told you it was room number nine. It's room number nine. Okay, great. Why don't you go up there and I'll be there shortly. I've got some business to take care of. Okay. Just make sure you leave the door unlocked. Why? Well, how would I be able to get in? That's true. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you do? What does Amon do for now? Before we'll go to Bellroom last. <laughs> what does Amon do? Uh, I guess Amon will look around the crowd once more. Okay, roll perception check. Uh, that's seven. You don't notice anything. Okay, and then he will just walk up the stairs to the luxury room okay. and open yeah. the door and close the door. All right. And you close the door, and you go and you lay down. And then as you're laying down, you would suddenly hear a noise from outside your window, just as you're laying down. What do you get? 
I will turn my head to look at the window. And you look at the window, and all you see is your tri-drone outside looking up at you. And it goes, I will protect you, master. Calling to you. And it's just like standing there in the middle of the street. <laughs> looking at you. And you, you probably think, oh shit, I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, you have to remember this guy. He just like looks down and like, is the window open or I have to open the window? I, well, I would like to let you know, you also have a, a set of commands that you've learned and you know you can have him shut down. And when he shuts down, his arms go into his body and his legs go into his body and just floats there. So he can do that, but he can't like move at the same time, like just float He's as a travel. Program to do that. <laughs> fucking program to do him then. You're the one who chose the fighter, not the smart one. I gave you a choice of a smart one that could converse with you and do things for you or move things for you, but you chose the one that was gonna fight for you. <laughs> oh, so what do you want it to do? Uh, just trying to remind you, it's there. Is it like a, there's a shutdown but standby yeah. mode? Then I'm on, uh, oh, I guess. Do I have to, like, move my hand in a way, or just, like, think it, it happens? No, you just, like, wa- wave your hand to it. Okay, I'm on. While, while holding your book of shadows on the pages of... Okay, then Mon will then look down his, like, take take his book, open it up to, like, the pages. Mm-hmm. Wave his hand over it to do the shutdown slash standby mode. Okay. And the machine, the machine in goes. In the middle of the street. Okay, master. And it goes, thank you, master. And then the arms go inside, and then you see the faces. They start closing their eyes as if they're falling asleep. And the last one goes, I love you, master. <clears throat> and then it just. Into the middle of the street. <laughs> I'm on just my. I love you too. And then you go back to sleep? Uh. I guess after being, like, woken up by that, <laughs> he'll just go to his bed and just start reading his book Shadows even more. Okay. <laughs> now, going back to the bar, let's see what's going it's on. It's gonna be gone by morning. <laughs> it will be gone by morning. Go ahead, Bellarm. Oh, my God. Okay. Bellarm would like to... Yeah. So, taking a look at Joshua, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see, who's, who's around him? The two hobgoblins, who you remember from Preston, mm-hmm. and then they returned to the town. You saw them outside of Agatha's Excellent. shop. I would like to uh, approach them, uh, and they, they seem to be playing Quibbly Don Dibbly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no! You had eight jacks. That means that you got the dubla. <laughs> and then you hear Joseph is just like, <laughs> "Sorry, he's, he's younger." He's <laughs> younger. <laughs> Oh my, okay, you win this time, okay, Lo, but listen, I got lots more money where that came from. Oh, and that one would interrupt. (laughs) Oh, where'd you get that money? Oh, hi, uh, Bob, Phil, Belrun, what? Belrun. Belrun, yeah, I never heard of it. Mm. Never heard of that name. Are you sure about that? Because I'm pretty sure you passed me uh, a little while ago. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't remember passing by you. <laughs> I think I'd remember passing by a weirdo like that, right? And they all go, ha 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 and they're banging on the table, the two hobgoblins. Oh, very funny, yes. <laughs> he has money. <laughs> yes, I did have money, thank you. And I spoke that in Goblin, because oh. I can understand them. Yeah, just was like, what do you say? And the hobgoblins were just like, 
Nothing. And then he goes, can I help you with something? Or if not, then maybe you could just move along. Okay. Was does my money in, was it in like in a pouch or something? Is there yeah. okay? I will. Is the pouch on the table? There is. Can a, I see a, a pouch? pouch of money on the table? Mm-hmm. I would I, like to investigate the him. pouch of money. Just looking at it. Okay. Cool. That'd be eighteen. Plus that is five. your pouch. You know it's your pouch. <laughs> it's the same color. Did you have an insignia on your pouch? Elite of some kind. Something, any any characteristics? Because if you did, then you would notice that it has those characteristics, that it is your pouch. It, it, ha- it is... Got it. Okay. A broken string from the ukulala has tied the end of it. Oh, really? As memory. Oh, wow. I thought you mended that string. I didn't he, 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 he did, but you, when you mend a string, you know, there's... Mm. Still you still got to replace it, right? So, you still so, gotta... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, you know that, and that is your pouch. And then he's like, can you just move along? Um, no, I'm not going to leave until you give me my money back that you stole from me. And things go quiet, and you just see low the, uh, the halfling is like looking at you two, and then he just picks up some, some nuts that are on the table. And like, <laughs> he goes... That's quite the accusation to make. Are you sure that's a good idea? And then you hear behind you, there's three half-orcs who are standing behind you. (laughs) Isn't that what you're going for? I just want my money back. (laughs) Oh, sexual innuendo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I'm doing the... I want my money. Oh, I know. And then he... Bellrin. Now, this can go either one of two ways. You can keep making crazy accusations that I stole your money and it can end badly for you, or you can cut it out with that bullshit that no one around here is going to believe and you can fuck off. How about Or... That? I get this bear that's upstairs with a panther, a robot outside, myself, and a tiefling come down here and show you who's boss. Because let me tell you that that is no accusation as I pull out my ukulele. Do you see the string? you see the string right here? Oh, that matches what is on that bag. So who's accusing who? Let's see how well intimidation. I'm guessing it's a bit of intimidation, and it's not deception because it's true. You're telling the truth. You're just trying to persuade, persuade and intimidate. Yeah. You, are you trying to sort of pers- persuade, persuade everyone else, but intimidating? You, yeah, who are you trying to persuade exactly? Intimidating. But you know what? You role played that so fucking well. I'm gonna let you do it at advantage. Oh, yeah. okay. But and, and I'm gonna let you do it. So. You just said all that. Mm-hmm. And, and to be honest, I was even laughing because they were all sort of like, they all laughed a bit when you were like, I got a bear, a panther, and a robot. And they were like, what the fuck? Exactly. You're fucked. And they're all just looking at you, so roll. All right. A nope. nine. You have advantage. You have advantage. Right. <laughs> now it's time for a nap. Go ahead and on the dice. 19. Whoa! Okay. And you see Joseph go... <laughs> 
you're smoking, am I right? <laughs> right? Right? Hmm. There's a, 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 one of the half-orcs like, Well, you know, he does say that the string is same. And then another half-orc's like, Maybe we should check the strings. Yeah, we can be sure, because if that is pouch and you just steal from him, that's not very nice. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, shut up! Like, and then the, the little Lull, who is from the caravan, is gambling with them. Goes, I am quite concerned about this, too. I mean, I wouldn't want to be gambling. I wouldn't want to be gambling against somebody who has stolen money. I would have to give half my money back to the Bellerin here. Let's check the strings. That's what I say. And then the two hobgoblins, he's like, Joseph looks at them and he's like, guys, you're on my side, right? And then they go, hmm, not sure. Hmm, man with bow seems... Man with bow seems honest. Yes, honor. We must remember honor. No, we do not agree with you, Joseph. <laughs> and Joseph just seems almost by himself now. He's like, it's like, let's check the strings. Let's get the strings and let's check it. Now give me the pouch. And Joseph goes, no! And he grabs the pouch. This is my pouch! And then Joseph runs and he bursts and he pushes everybody aside and he's running for the door. Belrun would like to run after him and tackle him. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll a... Uh, acrobatics. A- a- acrobatics check. Yep. Yes! Yeah, have it's Dex and you're good. It's 16 for him. 17. Oh! oh he's he's you a ranger. get him and you have him grappled now. So he ran for the door, and I'm going to say just at the doorway, right before he was about to exit, you tackled him to the ground, and he's now on his, on his stomach, and you're on his back, on his behind. Do you say you should, should, have shot a, should have shot a bow to the door and scared him into staying still. It's fine. I, I thought you should shoot him with a bow in his ankle, but everybody would be different. You did what you did, which is fine. You don't want to show everybody what a marksman you are at the moment, or lack thereof. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so, so he's like, let go of me! Let go of me! You have him grappled. So he is now grappled. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, do you want to know grappled uh, what it means? Sure. Uh, grappled creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. The condition also ends if an effect removes the grappled creature from the reach of the grappler. So, and you see the people outside are like, oh! And they're all sort of coming up like, oh, fight, 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 yeah! There's a fight over there! Let's go see! No, 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 no fight. I just would like my money back. Let go of me! Let go of me! I'm not giving you anything! It's my money! It's my money! Clearly it's not. <laughs> you know it's not. Why <laughs> would you run? And then suddenly you and then the over on the street, the pyramid robot comes back to life, goes enemy, enemy alert. <laughs> and it starts walking towards you, and it's just pointing a uh, I'm still awake. It's just pointing three spears at him, but not going to stop oh, him. This is protocol dictates protection of masters, pupils. <laughs> I have a god. <laughs> and you're getting help from the robot. Do, do I hear all like the? <laughs> you hear the commotion. So do you. So do Philly. So I open I, up I, the window. Hey, what's going on out there? Dory, your robot's protecting me. And Myra's like, Uncle, there's something going on that side. 
Let's go look. We look outside the window. Yeah, we're watching too. Do we see the window? Yeah, yeah, we what see. What do we see? We see what's going on. Oh, okay. So I look at it and say, Dara's just drunk again. Ignore it, my dear. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and what do you do? Uh, the pouch is now on the ground, like beside you guys. All I really, all I want to do. He's like, Bellerin, come on. And he sort of moving his ass into you <laughs> as he's grinding up against you. This beautiful blonde boy who looks like insert twink porno star <laughs> name here. <laughs> anyway, it's, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know what kind of fan, fan art's gonna be made now? Oh, Bellerin, please. Okay. okay. Please, Bellerin. Bellerin's gonna resist this. <laughs> Bellerin's just gonna get off of him. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Readjust his pants a little bit. <laughs> okay. And just go over to his pouch of money and pick it up. Yeah, and you grab it. And then I just look at him in the eyes. And, and Joseph is just all dirty and stuff on the ground. It's like, and he looks at you. And then uh, now that you've let him go, he sort of stands up and he brushes himself off. And he's like, I'm going to remember this. You just wait. I hope you do. And when you do, remember what I said before. I have all this, you have nothing. And as he's putting his hand out like this, and he goes, Oh yeah, and he moves up a bit, the robot cuts off his right hand. (laughs) (laughs) Protocol dictates I protect masters, peoples. Example A right there. (laughs) And he looks frightened now, and and he starts running away. And he runs into the crowd. And I'm going to let him run. Okay. Because I have my money back. Bellerin, you receive half of your money. Mm. That's good enough for me. And as you walk inside, the the, the uh, entire bar is alight and cheering for you as you've just won the day. It's like, I'm going to buy that man a drink, I am. And the half orc says, I'm going to buy him two pints. <laughs> and they start laying down pints in front of you. And then Lo comes up as well and he says, Bellerin, I feel awful. Here, this is the money that I won from him. And you get... All of your money back. <sighs> it's a good day for Bellerin. It is a very good day after a horrible <laughs> last. After <laughs> long it's been. And three uh, of Slithermorn's meads are laid out in front of you. I vaguely remember this description of this. In the dirty glasses. And once you move it, it's almost like jelly. It's so thick. <laughs> and you look over at the bar and you just see. Uh, Mallory, and she's like, <laughs> into a glass. She's like, oh. she's cleaning it. You still have the monk's drink. I appreciate all these drinks, but you know. Come on, drink, 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 just closes his eyes and just downs the drink. And it's thick as you'd ever know. It's it's like <laughs> jelly going down your throat. And you immediately feel a bit queasy, but you'd notice it also burns as it's going down. You're like, oh! And they're all like, yeah! <laughs> ah, hold up your glass. <laughs> ah, like, ah! And then oh, you're, you're... Two more to go. And you also immediately feel completely drunk. Oh! And the cheering, and that's where we're going to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you for listening to the Stubborn Heroes Podcast. You can follow us at Stubborn Heroes. What? 
Nothing. Did you have something to do? No. He's glaring at me. Can Can I just rest too? Or can well, I do next, that We're going to start we'll next morning. Okay, thank you. Next morning for sure. I want to thank everybody for listening. You can follow us at Stubborn Heroes on Twitter or Facebook or any other social media. You can also follow me, Adam the DM, at Omidius. That's O-M-I-D-I-I-O-U-S. You can follow Cody. At Cody Capote, C-O-D-Y, K-A-P-O-D-Y, all one word. All right, and nobody else has Twitter here. And we'll have to see what happens with this new and crazy development that Phileas has discovered of having being cursed with the shadow of death. Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. And I want to let you know too. I was very particular with every single word that that person said. Okay, and that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Cheers. That you cannot change your own fate. Thank you.